0: I'm Brett Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSN Sports Network. Bet on the bull, WRNF's Kinston.
1: Welcome to hour two of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. If you missed the first hour, you missed the most non-sequitur hour of uh, <coughs> probably in the history of the Brian Hanks Show in all one thousand and twenty-six episodes of uh, the Brian Hank Show. Today is Monday, February the nineteenth. This is hour two of episode one thousand and twenty-six. We uh, man, we had a long monologue talking about everything that happened in sports over the weekend. We had our good friend Mark Panicelli on from the Drive with Mark Panicelli from two five two Fox Sports Radio. Hey, hey, oh, hey, Guess what? Also, Mark Panicelli joining us here for the first few minutes of our second hour two here on uh, on the show. Welcome back, Mark Panicelli.
2: I'm so glad to be back. Thank you for having me back. <laughs>
1: there you go. Hey, if you miss the first hour, what do they need to do, Mark?
2: Oh, it's really easy. You can just go to on your on your computers. You go to the or your mobile phones. Uh, you go to that that brianhanks dot com and brianhanks dot com, and you can listen to the show in its entirety at your leisure, including. A bonus, never before <laughs> aired uh, portion of uh, and and some Celine Dion singing.
1: Yeah, uh, a duet. A stuff. a yeah. duet with Brian. Well, I should give you for top billing with Mark Panicelli <laughs> and Brian Hanks. That, yeah, you, you've you got to listen to the first hour. Uh, again, you can listen to it again if you tune back in here at 960 and com or go to brianhanks.com because this is going to be our uh, our our big hour on uh, on uh, 252 Fox Sports Radio uh, in the 3 o'clock hour, which if you're listening to it, you're going, why are you telling me I'm listening to it right now? It's 3 o'clock. I, I yeah. know what I'm listening to. So anyway, there you go. Hey, we were talking about the NBA All-Star Game and the LED court, which at – in the beginning, I thought it was a good idea until I actually saw it. Now I've got to admit, I didn't see it in person because that was over at Lucas uh, Oil Stadium, and we were in field uh, Fieldhouse pretty much our entire weekend on Friday and Saturday. And like I said, I came back early uh, yesterday morning. Here's what got me, and I didn't watch. I didn't go to the All Star, or I didn't go to the uh, dunk contest, or the three point shot contest, and all that. I watched it from my hotel room in Indianapolis on a nice big screen tv but here's what got me that i don't think they really took into account did you notice how all the players look like aliens and everything like when the court was green <laughs> i'm serious though i mean they because it's you got terrible. that bright led core and it's showing up on their faces and they look they look like aliens and i'm not sure they factored that into it when they were putting that thing together dude
2: I really hate to rehash a lot of the same things that I've already said, but some people miss the first hour and some people are going to be lazy and not go back to com and listen to the first hour. <laughs> when I see that court, all I think is – <laughs> there should be a little car that comes out and all the little referees start running around and shoot, shoot people in the crowd with water guns you know or like oh, you're cannons.
1: insane man you're insane so terrible absolute terrible. let me ask you this
2: Indianapolis Airport. Uh, was it smooth? Everything smooth? Dude,
1: that I was a crazy thing. You, well, we landed there. Yeah, well, yeah, it was very nice. It was very nice. Oh no, America.
2: no, 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 no. This is what I'm saying. Well, no, they said they
1: had won eleven airport North American Airport of the Year, eleven straight years. I don't know who judges that or who is on that committee. But- I don't
2: know either. But I want to say, and I've, I've, I've listen, I've, I've traveled a, a few places. I'm not a constant traveler. Used to travel a lot more. But I got to tell you, secretly, the most efficient, awesome, to be a big city airport. The Indianapolis airport is awesome. It almost feels like if you've been to a small town one and it's like, there's like lots of room. It's like, where are all the people in this airport? And it's like, I love it. I got to say, secretly, one of the most efficient airports. And air travel is so challenging from time to time. So I just wanted to say, I never thought I would say this. I never thought I would sing sing Serene Dion and commend the <laughs> Indianapolis airport in the same radio show. But so, it, so this is what it is,
1: but here but you great are great airport. Yeah, it, it is. You're right. It, it, great was, it was very good. I got to tell you though, uh, flew back through, talk about going non sequitur, uh, flying back yesterday though, dude, i made my plan to, uh, flew back through the Atlanta airport, Varsity hot dog. Oh, dude, no, 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 man. Got my two varsity chili dogs and ate those. And I, dude, I mean, I think I made a yummy sound every bite I took, and people around me were looking at me strangely. And I didn't give one, I didn't give one darn, okay? Because I, dude, have you had a varsity hot dog?
2: I was gonna say, if you travel for people that fly a lot, you know what we're talking about. There's a spot in airports across the country where it's like when you're there. You eat there for Brian. It is those hot dogs. My girlfriend, there's a place in Charlotte, I think it's called Whiskey River or something like that. She loves to eat food there. It's like when she's there, she's got to get some. And so, and so for you. And I swear, as your friend, I every time Brian goes to Atlanta, he loves to tell <laughs> stories about them hot dogs. He loves it. And have you, one have day, you had one? though? When, no, no. But oh, okay. when I, the next time, when next time maybe if, if I am ever forsaken and sent to the atlanta airport uh, i in all seriousness i i am definitely going to try those hot dogs it is they on my awesome. list
1: you remember louis grisard right of course oh yeah and he was one to introduce me to him dude we're, we're getting up against it i i've now been asked by linda and by jason bryant because uh, i don't think you and i talked about this when even on the home and home when i was on your wednesday show so oh we, we got no 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 it's it's a brian thing it's a okay two day trip in fact i was actually only gone 44 hours uh what would be the over under on the uh, number of pairs of shoes do you think i took with me
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i know brian when i travel and i gotta get better at this i like to take four pairs so with
1: me on even
2: short trips
1: So i'm gonna say for you eight hey how about that linda how about that jason i only took seven pairs okay well you know you gotta have the right <laughs> shoes with your outfit
2: thank and you, you. think Miller would understand that right i mean thank you always-
1: <laughs> i can't wait like i said we're running a couple minutes behind right now well, i'm talking about on the uh uh, maybe not over the air, but on the Internet, if you're listening to us on the right. Internet right now. Uh, we're about two minutes behind for some reason. I don't know why that is, but I can't wait to see what Jason said. Uh, Jason said, how much did it cost for me to check that bag? Zero, because I flew Southwest, and you get uh – you know, two free bags on Southwest, so it cost right. me zero dollars uh, to do that. So anyway, uh, dude, real quick, I and mean, we are up against it because I got to get uh, uh, Matt Beeman on the line with us here from uh, Rendell Parrot Academy, but Daytona. I got him and I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm going to watch a little bit of it tonight. Anyway, I got the boys coming over to do our recording, but the race starts at four. (laughs) Uh, How disappointed were you that, you know, that it gets pushed back? And, uh, what do you think about Paul and I thinking about doing a quick flight down there and, and watching the race and coming back tonight? Well, you want to go with us?
2: Uh, no, nah, I gotta run things here. Uh, for everybody listening on Fox Sports, though, right when we're done here, uh, when Brian's done, you're off to Daytona. Where again? What can we do? Mother Nature decided. No, it's been the first time since 2012 that we've had a race rain out completely, uh, and uh, and and run the entire race on Monday. So that's what's gonna happen. So we have all the coverage on Fox Sports Radio uh, for you. And uh, it has not been. By the way, it's actually though. It was a few years ago. They ran 20 laps on Sunday and then resumed the race uh, the following day uh, okay. uh, and won 11 car, uh, won that race. Uh,
1: <laughs> you you mean years
3: your favorite ago. driver?
2: That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Denny Hamlin, who will win today's race. We'll remind everybody Paul Winnington has Kyle Bush as his winner. Brian Hanks, uh, y'all, listen to this. This <laughs> dude has picked the Chevrolet and let him have it. He has picked Chase Elliott, and I have the 11 car with Denny Hamlin winning today uh, in, uh, in Daytona, the great American race, and the largest purse uh, for a Daytona 528.
1: Uh, million dollars Brian oh, God that is crazy and just we can go another minute to it because I do want to talk about that see what bothers me about that and them making this huge announcement of 28 million have you noticed and it's been very subtle and you've got to be actually probably even a quasi NASCAR fan to even notice this have you noticed that over the last couple of years I don't know however long it's been five six seven years whatever Paul could definitely tell you they've not announced purses Remember they used oh, to yeah. they used to do that all the time. It was a big thing. I mean, you know, man, Charlotte. It's uh, you know, whatever. The winner's going to get you know a million dollars or whatever, dude. I I don't I mean, know. It bothers because, me that all of a sudden we're announcing well, purses again when you didn't announce them for a while because I think they were ashamed of how low they were.
2: Well, and they were, and the reason why is because the figures don't jump out of the page at you anymore nope, because nope. it is still. Listen, it's a good living. It's a really good living. However, when 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 um oh gosh, I'm gonna forget his last name. Help me. His he went to Duke. His first name is David. He plays for the Giants. He's got a big contract. David uh, Jones. Dave, David. James, Daniel Jones. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. David. Daniel Jones makes more money than the entire field is gonna make at the Daytona 500.
1: Yeah. I know.
2: That's why they don't put the, the, the purses out there. And because when a mid-level quarterback in the NFL is making more money than the entire field will make in the biggest race of the year, it's not going to jump off the page at you. So this is a nice number. But, again, when you see $28 million, it's nice. But guess what? That's going to be split amongst the, what, 40 drivers? So, obviously, finishing first, is you'll get the bigger chunk. But. Um, But again, the purses aren't what they are. And, you know, that's that that is that is something. But again, that's a further discussion. This is what happens (laughs) when you start driving electric vehicles. And as a motorsports fan, uh, a motorsports fan, excuse me, um, you know, it hurts. It hurts my heart, Brian. It it hurts my heart.
1: Well, very good. Well listen, uh Mark Panicelli, dude, you're the man. Who you got coming up in the next couple of days besides, you know, your boy Brian on Wednesday on our home and home.
2: Well, uh, Paul Whittington's gonna join us, obviously, to recap everything that's going on uh in the in in the world of uh NASCAR tomorrow to get things uh rolling there. And then uh a little bit later in the week, um uh they're gonna auction off Trevor Denell. To anybody that's got money that wants to date him and so we're not only going to have him on but the woman who's arranged this uh, the event dude, uh, is going to join us dude, so we're going you know to try to do
1: no 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 man you know what we need to do find what? out how much it is go five dollars over and have him come mow our yards <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: in outfit in an out, yes in a tux <laughs> yes dude yes. dude Oh my right. God! Tell him that's what <laughs> we're doing, man. Trevor, and then, dude, we'll shoot video. We'll be sitting in <sighs> lawn chairs, that would good. shooting a video of Trevor Denell in a in a tux mowing our yards, dude.
2: Yes, I think that would be fantastic. I, I think love that it. that would be great. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, let's see if we can't
1: make this happen. Love, hey, real quick, I got to tell you this because because he's Coach Beeman's waiting right now. But I got to tell you, dude. Uh last year's Masters, and thank you, Jason Bryan, for this. Do you know what the purse what the total purse for the Masters was last year?
2: No, but please tell me.
1: No, take a guess. I wanna I I wanna hear your Okay, guess. okay. Um I'm gonna say sixty four million. Eighteen million? Oh that's it I
2: went the wrong way. I right, dude, I would have thought way. hey, don't
1: feel bad. I'd have thought the same thing. So how about that? The masters purse was eighteen million. The total purse. whoa. whoa. Dude, that's, uh puts things in perspective a little bit, doesn't it? I mean, all of a sudden, that live tour doesn't look so bad. huh? It does not. Hey, <laughs> Panicelli, you're the best, man. I'll talk to you Wednesday on your show, dude.
2: Have a great Monday,
1: man. Be be safe. You too. That's Mark Panicelli, 252 Fox Sports Radio. We're going to get our good friend Matt Beeman up here on the line with us too. But as we do that, hey, why don't I tell you about a Rendell Parrot Academy? Uh, Well, you know, what? we did that in the first hour. So how about Spence Automotive? It's where I get my car service. It's where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lodge. Spence Automotive is owned by our good friend and uh, legendary sports rider at Keith Spence. It's open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him, the Brian Hank show sent you. And by God, I think I know this man well enough to say. I bet you would even say Matt Beeman would send you to Spence Automotive. Is that right, Coach? Yes, sir. As soon as I get off the phone with you, I'm actually got to run my my <laughs> car to Keith this this morning how that's the money we keep, and we didn't even plan that but they that no, is we did not. I love it I love it but hey we don't use I gotta tell you now I'm used to talking to you a lot during football season heck once a week during football season on the pregame show and then you know we try to do two or three of your games a year so we talk to you you know during those weeks too but it's very I, I don't know if we've ever had a February conversation coach No, I don't think we have. I'm glad glad to be back talking to you. I always enjoy uh, talking to you, Brian. Well, I can't wait to dive into it, but I got to tell you, I I hear a little tiredness in your voice, and for people who maybe they don't know, Coach Beeman had a a, – now, you love your son, uh, who is what, now? Was he a freshman this past year or eighth grader? No, no, seventh grader. grader, Well, he's he's as big as a doggone eighth grader or ninth grader, which is a good thing. Oh, but uh, Coach Beeman has a new a new baby floating around the house right now. Coach, how how's that been? What's that been like, sir? Yeah,
0: it's been a while since I changed any any (laughs) diapers. Uh, Going from a thirteen year old to now six week old, it's been a little adjustment, but uh, not quite as young as I used to be. But we're
1: hanging in there. So how cool is that that you and Paul Whittington have the same thing? Because you know he's got now his uh, little boy is about what. Four months, five months old, right now. Okay, he, okay, he's been through that that boat here in the last five months or so, and now you are too. What are some of the things that you had for had forgotten about having a newborn uh, running? I was about to say running around the house. I guess he's not running uh, around. Not, the house. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. You could you could tell you're talking to someone who's never had a kid though, right? But uh, <laughs> but but what is that like? What is that like having uh, a newborn newborn again for the first time in 13 years? Uh, I, it's like riding a bicycle. You fall right into it get used to it and uh, get right back in the swing of things just just a little less sleep around the Beeman house Hope that is awesome man well i've enjoyed seeing the pictures of uh you and your beautiful wife and your new baby and uh, how's your son has he enjoyed it too he is he really he's in, he's taking on the role of big brother and he's really enjoying it that's awesome matt Beeman on the line with us right now and uh man a very exciting thing you texted me and i thank you so much for uh uh uh, Texted me and Trey about this uh, before it got out there, and I really do appreciate it. But about this big event that is taking place in August uh, in uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, I'll just uh, I'm just going to turn the mic over to you, and you tell us a little bit about it, Coach. Yes, I uh, got reached
0: out by Andrew Capps, who actually runs the I think it's Rocky Mountain Sports Complex, and it's something he's put together, starting it last year. They started with, they had an all-star game, uh, where they have, uh, like the senior all-star game for mostly private school and homeschool kids, uh, basically the southeastern part of the United States, states. And now they have it for, uh, for juniors as well. And they started doing this idea of bringing teams together and having like a preseason type, uh, uh, football. Like I think games are all day, like two, four, six, eight. Uh, so it'll be a fun experience, and he reached out to me and asked, well, will we be interested and I told him for sure uh, I would love, love to talk more. And it kind of came together. I told him if we go that far, we want to play somebody
1: that's really good. And, boy, did he find us a really good <laughs> opponent, man, Evangel Christian tell what do you know about the evangel chris are the lightning and they're out of alabama which is going to be a yep. pretty big deal uh well hey, hey, i gotta ask knowing you just the, the 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 crazy kind of scouter that you are and pregame tape and all that what are the odds that uh coach matt Beeman has already started scouting evangel I, i've got two games on them so i've already <laughs> uh start, started breaking it down
0: a little bit and uh they're they're very athletic, uh, very well coached team. I think uh, one of their coaches, I don't know if it's the head coach or defense coordinator, actually served on one of Nick Saban's staffs uh, during his time at Alabama. So uh, you know, expect a well coached team. A lot of homeschool kids uh, with Evangel uh, they've won. There's like a homeschool national championship. They won. they six. Won six straight national championships. They haven't lost in three years. So uh, we're expecting a good game. But, I mean,
1: I think our guys will be ready and uh, it be a fun experience for our guys. Oh, I, dude, and I can't wait. And I've already – you and I chatted a little bit uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, uh, Jason, we're going to be there, buddy. Uh, Paul and I want to call this game for 960. Bet on the bull. Just I, – I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. Uh, what do you know about the event itself, Coach. Don't really know
0: a whole lot. I know there's an opening ceremonies the night before where all the teams are recognized. Uh, they kind of make it a big deal. It's uh, very nice facilities, all turf fields, stadium. Uh, they really do it up nice. Uh, they've got a, a really nice hotel for the whole team. and Uh should just be a really fun event, you know, to go do something different. You know, there's not a lot of times the kids from Perry Academy get to go play football in a stadium in, uh, you know, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. So I'd uh, kick off the season. So I think it'll tell us a lot about our team, playing a team like Evangel. And, you know, I think it can kind of help put our program on the map. You know, we're on the map in North Carolina, but, but, you know, southeastern United States. So
1: I'm excited for the opportunity. Man, this is going to be so much fun. Hey, playing in something like this, it can't do anything but just help you in your as you go into your regular season and then uh, the conference play and all that, can it, Coach? No, definitely not.
0: Uh, you know, we want to play the best in non-conference which helps get gets us ready for our conference schedule. We play them on August 10th and then turn around and open up a home opener against Faith Christian August 16th, who's actually the no team that beat us uh, in the season. So we told the guys when I met with them last week, I said I've had a bad taste in my mouth since
1: November, and I'm ready to wash it out. So uh, let, let's take care of business uh, starting in August. Well, let's talk about it. I mean, and I know, Coach, a lot can happen between now and August, but uh, – uh, who are you anticipating uh, some of those guys that will be standing out for you? I mean, obviously the players at the end of this past season, but, uh, I mean, here it is. It's still February, <laughs> and, well, we're six months away from this or less than six months away from this, but who are some of the guys that you're going to be counting on to uh, to lead the Patriots into uh, Gatlinburg?
0: I feel like offensively we're going to be really dynamic. Uh, we only lost one starter in our quarterback, Caleb Sanderson, so we'll have a quarterback battle between Rising Jr., uh, Christopher Stimson, and uh, we had a JV quarterback um, who's going to really battle for that position as well, and Chase Davis. So, you know, excited about seeing those guys battle throughout all spring and the summer to see who wins that position. And then, you know, we've got Jalen Solomon returning, Ben Barrett, got our whole offensive line, just really excited about, uh, about how we can be. And defensively, I think we're going to have eight guys that really fly around to the football. Uh, guys have been working hard in the weight room. And I expect you'll see one thing about our, my pair our football is when we've ever had a down here, the guys have always responded and come back hungrier. And I think you'll see that this year.
1: There are so many teams crying again, that voice list who is, uh, is, uh, our good friend, uh, Little little Matt Beeman. I'm sorry, Coach. I had a text come through right there at the same time. Our good friend Matt Beeman joining us here on the Brian Hank Show this morning uh, as we we're talking about this, uh, the Gatlinburg All-American Bowl. That'll be taking place on uh, Saturday, August the 10th in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Uh, be taking on Evangel out of, uh, out of Alabama. That's just going to be, again, just can't wait. This is going to be an amazing, amazing time. This team that you've got right now uh, that's going to be going into it, I, it, it's just going to be amazing. What has been the reaction of the guys? What have been what has been the reaction of your assistant coaches uh, when you announced this to them, Coach?
0: Uh very excited. You know, the guys are excited about doing something different. The coaches say, you know, some of our coaches that played in college are say, hey, it's going to be like college football again. Road trip, going to play on a Saturday. Uh, so everybody's really excited. They're really bought into the idea. So, uh, you know, it be also a great team-bonding experience to go stay overnight. Um, it re- it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think everybody's really excited.
1: I got to think it's going to be more than just one night, right? Because I know when – I got to tell you, you know, when Paul and I, we were already putting our plans together for this, Coach, and we're like, okay – we really need to be there Friday night. And see, I didn't even know about the thing. You think they'll let uh, media come to that? To the uh, For sure, for okay. sure. Good, good, good. Yes. Yes. But, you know, we're like, okay, we want to be there Friday night for sure because we don't want to be trying to drive in Saturday morning and then getting everything set up. Then Saturday night, obviously, because the game won't be over till about 7 o'clock and nobody's going to want to drive back, you know, that Saturday night. And we're like, you know what? Get up Sunday morning, go to Dollywood. Hey, you know. See, that's a, hey, that that's how I sold it to Linda, okay? Was uh <laughs> take her to Dollywood. And then uh, maybe even spend Sunday night and do the show live uh, Monday morning from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. So we're we're looking at making like a four day weekend out of it. What does it look like it'll be for you guys? Yeah, we we
0: haven't really finalized our plans. I'm guessing we'll probably leave early that Friday to head up. Um, uh, we'll have, have, like I said, opening ceremonies and things such as that. Have team dinner that night with the players and parents. And then we'll have a walkthrough that Saturday morning, uh, at the complex. So that's kind of our plans right now. I'm sure, sure we're going to probably stay Saturday night and make a long weekend out of it. I'll probably give the guys off
1: Monday and then we'll be ready to roll Tuesday, getting ready for Faith Christian. Man, that is so awesome. Uh, again, on the line with us right now, Matt Beeman from Parrot Academy. Uh, well, let's uh, take a little bit of a look back. I know the season, obviously, and if I've already heard it in your voice. I've already heard you talk about it. Not the way you wanted last year to end, Coach, uh, and for it to go and even for it to end. But uh, when you look back on the uh, 2023 Rendell Parrot Academy football season, what are you going to take from it, sir?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just one of those years where we were really, really close, but just couldn't get over the hump against a really good team. And then we had the injury bug bite us at the end of the year, which really I think cut our season a little short. Uh, you know, so it was just the season that could have been, but we just couldn't quite, quite pull it off. So uh, I'm expecting a, a very hungry team. I know, again, the coaching staff, we're, we're ready to come back and and maybe shut up any of the talk that parents footballs runs over. You know, we're ready to come out. And I told the guys last week we had a team meeting. I said, I just don't want to win. I want to dominate uh, this upcoming season. So, uh, we're going to be a hungry bunch that's ready to, like I said, get that bad taste of our mouth.
1: I, I got to ask this. This cannot be uh, – <laughs> there can't be people out there saying that the that the run is over. I mean, have you guys actually heard that? Yeah, we've heard kind of whispers because we don't we don't do the opportunity scholarship. We don't reclassify kids. So uh, some
0: of the schools think they got a little advantage over us. But uh, like we say, hard work works, and we're gonna stick
1: with what's build our program, and uh, take care of business. Uh, come the fall. I love it. Uh, can you hold for a second? I need to do our exclusive sponsor the big interview. Just say that again? No, uh, can can you hold on just for a second? I need to. Yes, sir. Uh, big, n- big riot, sir. Yeah, I got to thank our, our sponsor of the Big Interview. It's UNC Lenoir Healthcare, the exclusive sponsor of the Big Interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show, nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kinston. UNC Lenoir Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional healthcare for the people it serves, with a medical staff of more than one hundred physicians. UNC Lenoir Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology. You would only expect to find it in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. We appreciate you, uh, you folks over there. Let's get back into our big interview. It's Matt Beeman, head football coach at Rendell Parrot Academy, uh, and whose team will be opening the 2024 20, season in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, in a prestigious event. Uh, I, I'm trying to see what the official name. I think it's the the black or the Gatlinburg All American Bowl. Uh, the Black Bear Brawl will be taking place between uh, Rendell Parrot Academy and Evangel uh, out of Alabama coach but that's not the only good news that came out of that and i kind of saved it until uh till the end of our interview or towards the end of our interview to talk about it but you're getting i mean i know you're honored for your team to be there and everything but matt Beeman, yourself you're getting an honor out of this too aren't you yes uh one of our players last year Jalen simon actually played in their uh their
0: all-star or or postseason uh game and they actually reached out to me uh they're looking to shake things up a little bit with some new coaching and the new blood over there. So they've actually reached out to me about being a coach in their All Star game in December. I think that's we're looking like that's probably gonna be either December thirteenth or December twentieth. Uh so to go up there it'll be like a four day event and I will actually be the head coach of one of the All Star teams. Good
1: God. Coach, listen, no one has earned this more than you. Four state championships, three runners up position. Uh, all the times you've made the playoffs in, in just your 11 years as the coach. Coach, that, that how honored were you? I mean, I can't even imagine they ask you to do that. What's going through your mind, Coach?
0: Oh, yeah, very honored, uh, very excited for the opportunity. And also, one good thing about it, he told me that I could bring one of my coaches up there to serve on my staff. So Coach Brown, Chris Brown will be going up there with me, and uh, I'll be calling the offense. He'll be calling the defense, and we'll be coaching one of the all-star teams hope that we have several of our guys make it so we can kind of get one last one last hoorah with uh some of
1: our uh seniors and wait a minute i I, i'm feeling another road trip here coach i mean we're we're, like i said we're going to go with you in august uh you, you would you would welcome uh brian and paul and coach smith and jason Bryan out there with you in december too right no doubt uh, that sounds like a good 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 weekend trip it does sound like a good weekend trip man that is awesome coach just congratulations I, you know what i did have one more question i wanted to ask you just what is the off season like for you i mean obviously if you're going to be successful and as successful as you guys have been through the years you don't just pick a football up in uh, mid-july and then put it down and uh the you know when the season is over i mean this has become an all-year thing isn't it getting the team ready Yes,
0: the days of showing up, August 1st, and having a competitive football team are over. You know, it's a year-round process since our season end. ended. The guys have been getting after it in the weight room, but I believe starting March 2nd, we start our spring workouts, and we'll go through May with our spring workouts. Guys will still be hitting it in the weight room, and then starting, I believe it's the first Tuesday in June, we'll, we'll be at it for our summer workouts, which is kind of crazy. You, you know, people always tell me the older you get, the faster the year goes by. And
1: I'm, I can de- definitely say that's the truth. Well, and you know what, Coach? I'm sorry. I got one more question for you. I hope – can you hang with me for a couple more minutes? Yes, sir. Very yes, good. sir. I, with the news that uh, Jones Sr. has uh, is dropping down to eight-man football uh, because of their numbers. I mean, kind of like what you guys went through in 1990. I mean, Parrott had played – for 20 years had played uh, 11-man football. You realize – you know, I've talked to Coach Rowe about it enough to know that you guys realize, hey, you know, we just, we can't be competitive at 11-man football. Let's try this eight-man thing, and then look at all the success you guys have had. I just wanted your thoughts on Jones Sr. dropping to eight-man, and and I have heard rumors that there, there might be a couple other public schools in our neck of the woods, and I'm not going to name any names, but a couple other ones in our neck of the woods that uh, might be dropping down to eight-man. Just, just your reaction to that, your thoughts on that, Coach. Yeah, we had our jamboree, actually. Uh We
0: competed in a jamboree at Faith Christian. There were several uh, public schools there, and I'm not going to name all of them, but, but several of them reached out about wanting to go to eight-man, just that they did not have the numbers that, you know, they could start a year, but then once the injury bug hit, they were really depleted. And Jones Sr. was one of those. So I was not shocked when I heard they were going to eight-man. I think that's something good that could kind of help them jumpstart their program. I wish the NCHSA would would offer eight-man football so they would actually be playing for something. But uh, we have actually reached out to Jones Sr. We have one open date in our schedule, and we're trying to work it out where we could possibly play those guys. But, uh, you know, I think it's something good for them It still gives their kids the ability
1: to play football and hopefully can, like I say, help them rebuild their program. Goodness gracious, Coach. I got to think a – Jones Senior versus Parrot Academy game. I, I mean that that means something. Not just a like you said, not like a seven on seven or a exhibition thing, but a real live game between Jones Senior and Parrot Academy. That might draw a fan or two, right? Yes, I think it would be a <laughs> be a very well attended sporting event. Well, I got, dude, I, I got to tell you, man, it just lots of great things going on for Parrot Academy. Again, with this uh, kicking off the 2024 season on August 10th in Gatlinburg, uh, the potential of playing. What would you put that percentage at uh, of the potential of uh, Parrot Academy and Jones playing this year, Coach?
0: I would say 50-50 right now. Uh, they're trying to finalize their schedule. And like I said, we give them that open date. So we're hoping,
1: hoping that could possibly work out. Oh, God, that would be so awesome. Some good times around Parrot Academy right now, aren't there, sir?
0: Yes, sir. And uh, kind of getting the juices flowing talking about football.
1: <laughs> In February that's right that's right getting started early i love it i absolutely love it listen coach i know you're crazy busy i appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to uh talk to us about this and uh like i said uh we'll be in touch uh find out the information you need to find out and man i, I definitely want me and coach smith and paul and jason to be there uh august 10th sir yes sir that would love for you guys to be there coach thank you so much for joining me here this morning Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. There you go. That's Matt Beeman, head football coach at a Rendall Parrot Academy, joining us this morning here on the show, talking about this just, yeah, it's six what's well, less than six months away, but this is going to be very exciting for Parrot Academy to be on a national stage. It's going to be amazing, man. I cannot wait for this on August the 10th in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, taking on Evangel out of uh, Alabama. Again, uh, they, they, we're going to do our best to be there. Not, I mean, the, I think the show, we're going to do our best to be there. We're going to uh, try to bring you that game that night. We'll have more detail. We've got six months to get this thing figured out. That's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Tell you what, uh, let me get John and Jonathan in here. Uh, let, let's play a little birthday game, and uh, then we'll come back, and we'll wrap up the Monday, February 19th edition of the Brian Hanks show right after that. It's Monday, February the nineteenth in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-four. It's now time to play the birthday games. That game I play every day with my dear friends, uh, John Dawson, <laughs> and Jonathan Massey. Hey, what were you? <laughs> oh, you ain't got no sense. Uh, How was your weekend, gents? Uh, do I look do I look like a, a world traveler since I'm back from Indianapolis?
4: Yeah, you do. You got that, that stink of Indiana on you. Did <laughs> you we go do see mean David Letterman stink. and John Mellencamp while
3: you were out there?
1: No, I did not, but you're I like got to watch a lot of good basketball. You
3: look like you partied with Jim Irsay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably wouldn't be here if I partied with Jim Irsay. He uh, barely is. Yeah, I know, dude. That is crazy. But, uh, man, had a fun weekend. Uh, watched the uh, HBCU game. Got to watch the Futures uh, Your game. Your ability
4: to remember the anagrams for these these units and tournaments and sub-tournaments and sub-linear tournaments of sub-genre tournaments is amazing. You can't remember my name, but the fact that you can remember these things is mildly impressive. You Jack, have, I, I, I'm take, offen- I take offense of that, Jack, okay? I'm only
3: half-joking. Well, you have on no fewer than eight hundred occasions called him Jonathan and me John. That
1: is true, but that's y'all's fault for having names so similar to each other, you know. Dawson, Master. <laughs> but I had a good time in Indiana, and yeah. I know you had. You were telling us on Friday, a uh, sad thing for you this weekend.
3: Nah, really? I mean, you know, it happens. You know, just the world keeps on spinning. You know, as long as the kids okay, I'm fine.
1: Was she close to to uh, Not that Jake one, the no. Snake?
3: No. <laughs> The <laughs> funny thing is, not actually the name. It, its name was Shredder because its propensity to bite. Okay. Also, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. But um.
1: But Jake, the snake was pretty good, though, right? That was pretty good. I, I honestly
3: think. thought about naming one. To, so you're not far off. Oh. Okay. Yeah. the The newest one's name is Ozzy. I see. like Ozzy Osbourne How about what? Ozzy
4: and Donna, the state of Donna Summer suing Kanye West? Yeah. It's Christmas in February, everybody. I, I hope he ends up working so. at Taco Bell to feed that oversized science project ex-wife of his. Back yeah. to you, Brian. I'm
1: getting ready to back you up, uh, and it, you probably don't know a bigger Kanye fan than me, or used to. And I agree, I used to be a big Kanye fan. Well, I don't I believe think I'd have
4: told that. That
1: is what it is, man not so much anymore man he he's lost me and if he's lost me
4: he's uh well, i saw i saw this back when he was everybody loved him and i was right yeah, well you thought he was an anti-semite then yeah dude he's an anti-semite <laughs> he's he's
1: a i'm just talking deplorable... about the,
4: i'm just talking about the horrible quality of his work the anti-semite no, stuff he, he's a
1: genius man hey. the
4: anti-semite yeah. stuff is just for attention well, he's gone the wrong direction, man, because I mean, I'm talking about
1: longtime fans of his. And I am one, dude. I mean, I saw him in concert during the uh, college, he was a genius, the college he dropout it.
4: tour. If he was a genius, he could come up with his own music and stop stealing everybody oh. else's. He's the Led Zeppelin of hip hop. How's that? There you go. The best cover band on the planet. Yeah. It just made. I think, and I. Don't
1: make a joke out of this, John Dawson. I know you will, but don't. I think he's got mental problems. I really do. I think he's he legitimately has mental problems, and I wish those – but he, everybody around him is one of these people. See, he doesn't have people around him like I have around me. I mean, you guys will call me on my boy. My BS uh-huh. in, in a heartbeat.
3: You really will. Oh, I, mean, he, I, I love that. But I, but there's I love that. Too many people that about on that teat
4: to tell him and tell him
1: exactly, exactly. I believe this is
3: a word I learned from you. He's got a bunch of sycophants. Sycophants.
1: Yeah, yes. he really does. And that's what when you surround yourself, and there are people in this town that are that way that surround themselves with yes people who ne- if they if you disagree with them they get very upset and you know. I love, you know, you worked with me for however many years. I like people disagreeing with me. That's how you make your product better. That's how we won awards in the free press newsroom is because I, I surrounded myself with Janet. You think Janet was going to tell me what I wanted to hear? <laughs> John, you think you're going to tell me what I want to hear? I mean, that's what I, I like about yeah, that. I, I tried even, to be polite. You, you know. were very polite. Janet wasn't. No, I love Janet. I, I totally love Janet. But but Janet would tell you what you needed to hear, not what you wanted to hear. But if she wanted to compliment you, she could compliment you too. And you knew if you earned a compliment from, uh, from Janet Sutton, you earned a compliment compliment from janet sutton yeah. okay um, in fact i think I, I don't know if i told y'all we're gonna go see uh, we're gonna try to go see junius this week she and oh, i okay so uh, looking forward to that so i'm looking forward to a car ride to fayetteville and back with her with her uh, telling me everything i'm doing wrong about no i'm just joking i'm just joking
4: she pulled out a legal pad <laughs> page one by the time we get back she's already at the back cover of it you know Those back seats full of paper
3: you're, you're crying
1: <laughs> i'll do that yeah yeah well i love her man but, uh, good Lord, how did we get...
3: Oh, uh, Kanye getting oh, the Kanye. pants suit off of him by the Summers and Osborne families. Oh, yeah, as soon as the I The riff that, he
4: stole is that his Tony ripped the Black Sabbath riff. Yeah. And I just... And people say, oh, you like Black Sabbath. Oh, that's a white guy with a guitar. But everybody, he's the guy they worship is stealing from him. So who's dumb now? Dude, like I said, uh, his goodwill is just about
1: done. I really think so. And I mean, there's still going to be the die die-hard fans, but I, you know this. I'm a pretty big fan of his, dude. Like, I, said, I saw him in concert. I've got like six of his CDs. Does, he, man. does
4: I know. Does he? Did he lose his shoe contract?
1: Yeah. Oh, he lost that. Nope, over. No one all picked that. it up. No. And here's what's bad. You could get. They ended up. I, I it read away. a cut. No, they didn't want anybody to have them. Ended up like destroying them. Like they said, they the one estimate that I saw was like two hundred million dollars worth of shoes they destroyed. They should have they should have donated them or something. No, because they had that stench of anti-Semitism around them. They really did. Well, you know?
4: donate them to some Germans. I don't
1: know.
3: <laughs> Good God. God, that is fantastic and horrible. I can't believe you just said that. No, <laughs> but when I when I saw that, that
5: was
1: John <laughs> Dawson. Address
3: your complaints it's to WRNS, Newber, North Carolina. It's a joke. Newburgh, it. it's a, joke. It's a joke. Good lord! When I when I saw that little that little news article come across, I'm like, John's going to love this.
4: Oh, it just made my day. It was like Christmas come early. We just had Christmas like a month ago, six weeks ago. He's talking about so the next Christmas, one if up. Christmas comes in February, is it late or early? If we've already had it, that means it's early, schmuck. Okay. Because
3: yeah, there's, right. there's a lot of math going into I, it. It was
4: making my head hurt. You said there would
1: be no math. <laughs> did yeah. I do your line there? Well, oh, Chevy like Chase's, that. yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, bu- 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 Massey, you were down six days to two a week ago. Yes. You won the last four days of last week. It's now uh-huh. tied up six days to six. I did.
4: <laughs> she gave me money. Well,
1: well, that's not even Kanye. That's uh, Jamie Foxx. Whose record was it on, Brian? Uh, Kanye. All right.
4: Yeah, okay. Get on with Uh, it. There you go. (laughs) Uh, But uh, you
1: need to tell us about uh, Goeco Technology Service Provider.
3: Sure. Uh, Goeco Technology Service Providers. uh, Just a wonderful, wonderful group of folks that that are out here trying to make the the businesses in the area uh, thrive. They don't want you to just merely get by, squeak by. No, they want you to be just as good as, I don't know, let's say the number one radio show in Lenore County. And yeah, what would that be? That would be the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College and the birthday game presented by GoEco Technology Service Providers. I love and, it. Uh, you know, they they want you to they, they want you to flourish as it are. Uh, They want you to make money hand over fist Mm. As John would say Mm. And uh, you know what We want that for you too We want that so much that we're going to out of the goodness of our hearts give out Jacques passleg's personal cell phone number
1: and it is people think we joke about this i've actually been asked about this a time or two not a lot but mm-hmm. that number we give out it really is Jacques passleg when you see the phone on his hip actually he's too cool to have a phone on his hip but when you see that phone up to his ear and he's talking to somebody that is the number you could dial john
3: dawson what's that number Jonathan massey it's 252 252-286 286-5353-5454. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com, What is goeco.com and bucklesberry.com. Hello.
1: There you go. Okay. Bing bang boom. Bing bang boom indeed. Uh, let's play uh, the birthday game. We've got one, two three musical hints here today John Dawson. Oh boy. Let's see one. I think you'll like the first one. I think you'll like second. I think you'll be you'll be positive. You'll be neutral positive on all of these. I, I really feel. I don't want to jump off the roof. You're not going to want to jump off the roof. Uh, you tell me if I did the right song but I love this song. He was the lead guitarist for this band. How in the world, world do you not know this?
3: Oh, oh, I oh, oh. know this.
4: I'm
1: out love. So love. Let me go! Oh, oh, oh! oh I love this. I've listened this years.
4: Loving every minute of it! Oh, loving
5: um, every minute
4: of it! I can't remember his name. Loverboy. Uh, Loverboy, oh, Lover I'm thinking of working for the weekend. I'm oh. sorry. Hold on one second. Mike Reno. Mike
1: Reno's the singer. Okay, no, but it's the uh, uh, lead guitarist. Yeah, lead guitarist. Oh, I don't know his name. Uh, his name, my friend, is Paul Dean. Paul Dean. But it's not your, it's your turn over there. Uh, How old today is uh, Paul Dean? Uh, 68. Uh, Let's see here. He was born. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. You said 68. What's your guess over there, John Dawson? 67. Uh, He was born February 19th, 1946. He's 78 today. Really? Yeah. (sighs) How about that,
4: Paul Dean? Do you hear that insincerity over there? You really don't remember this song. I do now, but when you say he's lover boy, I'm thinking working for the weekend. Oh. You mean oh, I no. think this was their last hit. I mean the it
1: weekend. might have been, it probably Ten. was. Okay, uh, here's our next one. He was born. Sil Henry, Olasugan, Olamudi, Olamide Adiola Samuel. <laughs> But we know him better simply as? Seal. Yeah, and would you believe I put his name down and didn't put his birthday. So, uh, why don't you talk about Seal?
4: And well, First, tell me about Loverboy. You didn't – I know I've never asked you about I, I just know the, the the 80s radio hits, and he had a – Mike Reno had a duet with the, uh, Ann Wilson from uh, Heart. Heart. It was some power ballad I can't remember the name of right this second. Seal, though. I love Seal, man. I
1: mean, I'm, I'm Seal. I'm neutral positive. I wouldn't say I'm like a super fan, but, dude, I love this. This is
4: Kiss from a Rose. Yes. It was from uh, one of the Batman movies. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the singles of his I heard, I, I liked them all. It was, for, for that era, it was high-quality pop music. It really was. Seal, how old is he today over there, John Dawson? Uh, 63. You
1: say 63. What do you say, Jonathan Massey?
3: Who is he married to? She uh, was a
1: model. Yeah. Uh, I've got it right. Hold on.
3: Schiffer? Uh, Heidi
1: Klum. There you go. That's right. Heidi Klum. And I believe they... Uh, each, every year during their marriage, Seal and Klum renew their vows on their anniversary with close friends and family. About these renewals, Seal said in 2010, each year... Heidi and I get remarried. It's a great party, but for about an hour, we go off on our own down to a private beach.
4: Until they got divorced. Are they divorced? I think she ended up hooking up with the bodyguard. They had four children, though, dude. Yes. Putting in that work.
3: <laughs> yeah uh, You said 63? Yeah. yeah. 62.
1: He was born February 19th, 1963. That's probably what you were thinking, John Dawson. So he's only 61. So congratulations, Jonathan. Massey, you take a two to nothing lead. Man. You don't know who this is. You, you're a fan. I remember you. Well, we didn't do this last year, so a couple of years ago. I remember you. It's Smokey Robinson. Smokey oh. Robinson. Mm. This oh, is cruising
3: because i think i know because remember the conversation we had yep i was looking up Yep. well
1: you're you're a oh, wait a minute no this is a, yeah you're up you lead two to nothing
3: i'm either going to give it to you or i'm going to mess or i'm going to get it right on it's 85
1: you say 85 what do you say john dawson 84 yep he was born February 19th, 1940, so he is 84 years old today. I thought I swear I thought I remember you saying what a big fan of
4: Smokey Robinson I am. I okay. just didn't recognize this tune oh. OK, until it got to the course. Well, there you go. This is cruising. Yes, yeah. Tracks are my tears. Great song. This is 60. Smokey is what I mainly know about. Yeah, this isn't 60. This is 79, believe it or not. Yeah, he put an album out last year. Wow. Who would buy that? An open minded person. <clears throat> Well, that's our last musical hint uh are you ah, gonna be all right butterscotch
1: yeah butterscotch indeed uh god it's just bad how it ends up here but uh she's one of the stars of stranger things mm-hmm. she is 11 <laughs> that's not how old she is that's the name of you all right john dawson keep it going pal. uh she is uh, 11 it's uh millie bobby brown millie bobby brown today is her birthday one of the stars, of one of the you kids. said she's 11. What does that mean?
3: That was her name. That was the character's name in Stranger Things.
1: Yeah, 11. She's not 11 years old, I can tell you that.
3: She was like an experiment or something in that yeah. show.
1: Oh, I've seen every episode. Linda and I love Stranger Things. You've never watched any of them, have you? I tried to.
3: And why didn't you? Dude, it's a good show. Mm. I don't I, oh. I really, I, I wish I could answer that question for you, bro. Okay. Millie Bobby Brown.
1: 19 you say 19 what do you say so close
3: 20 (laughs) how do you know because there was a big controversy with uh, i think drake a couple years ago where he was like texting her and i think she was 17 at the time i don't think it was like that i think it was more like a like he was just giving her advice on how to because he was a he was in tv shows and stuff how did he get out it, you know every, How everything gets out now. Oh, it's my just, God.
1: Drake
4: texted me. Some assistant heard it, and there you go.
1: Was that your Millie Bobby Brown impression? Well, spot on. It was pretty good. Well, you lead three to one. You've already clinched it. You've won your fifth day in a row, Jonathan Massey. Uh, here comes the last one. He's been in a ton of great movies. Uh, he was in The Usual Suspects. He was in Sicario. Uh, he's done a lot of uh, uh, producing, directing. I'm a fan. I think y'all are too. Benicio del Toro today is mm. Benicio del Toro. I like that time. movie he just made with. Uh, uh, I looked, tried to find it. and I was up against the clock trying
4: to get these birthdays yeah, together. But and I, I like that. That's a good movie. Uh, the chick from um, Clueless is in it. Yeah, yeah. He's a cop. That's and his
1: wife. Yeah, that's his uh, Alicia Silverstone's
4: yeah, his and, wife. Why am I? And she's. <laughs> he's talking to a buddy of his, and he says. Don't even think about it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a pretty tense moment in the movie too, though. So well, he he, yeah. he knew what was on the. Oh mind. yeah,
1: he did. That's Alicia Silverstone, uh, Benicio del Toro over there, and I mean he's he's a good actor too. Yeah, uh, he was good in uh, Usual Suspects.
4: Was he in that movie, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? I that think. guy, maybe yeah. Good stuff. I think so.
1: Benicio del Toro over there. Uh, his friends call him BDT.
3: Uh, he was also the collector in uh, some of the Marvel movies like um, Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, wow. Um, 60? F- you say
1: 60. What do you say, John Dawson? 59. Uh, you are closer. He was born February 19th, 1967, so he's only 57 today. So congratulations. You get that, John. Not that it matters because Jonathan had already wrapped up today. And he now leads seven days to six. You won five straight days. i tell you what, Sorry. local birthdays, though, it is hard to find a better day than this. How about this? Uh, two, not one. But two of my bosses today is their birthday. Sheriff Jackie Rogers. Clear the way for the suck up everybody. <laughs> you there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sheriff Rogers today is his birthday and then <laughs> Michael James the county manager today is the two this is not a joke the two most powerful men in Lenora County. The sheriff who I think is the most power he really does he has more power than anybody else in the in the county and then the county manager Michael James the two most powerful men they share a birthday
4: John Dawson. Wow is that awesome? You think they could do anything about this guy that lives on my road with the loud muffler? You think they they could probably could. I guarantee the sheriff
1: could. There's got to be a noise or, uh, ordinance in there somewhere. And then even if that doesn't count, then I bet you Michael James, as the county manager, he could, you know, I mean, dude, he's, what I would he's love got to,
4: so much power. What I would love to do is take this guy's head and duct tape it to his own muffler and rev <laughs> the engine for about four hours.
1: <laughs> you think I could do that? Sheriff. Let, let John know if he can do yeah, that, okay? That would be much appreciated. That would be awesome, but, uh You know Jackie a little bit, don't you?
4: I have met him several times. Very nice fella. I've also met Michael James. Yep, both of them. Yeah. Hey. Isn't Very that nice funny? How both their birthdays are today.
1: What can I tell you? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. February 19th was it's a like good the It's
4: like the dawning of the age of Aquarius or something. <laughs> something like that for sure. Also, you know
1: this gentleman, uh, Tyler Potter. Oh, today yeah. is his birthday. TP, the only. Okay, what's my claim
3: to fame for Tyler Potter? He uh, beat Reggie Bullock in a three-point contest at the United Way Day of Basketball.
1: There you go. Reggie won it three years. The only year he didn't win it was Tyler Potter at Bethel Christian Academy. And
3: Tyler will even admit this. Nobody can figure out how he did it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He just got hot. Dude, he just got hot. It was one of those cases that uh, uh, he just, it is what it is, man. But uh, I love uh, TP. I just saw him a little over a week ago at his dad's. Uh, they named the court at uh, Bethel Christian Academy Burt Potter Court, which is just awesome. It was
3: awesome. TP a great dude, man.
1: He is, man. TP is a really good, dude. So, for your birthday, how's that for a powerhouse of local birthdays? Tyler Potter, Michael James, Sheriff Jackie Rogers. It, it's hard to find a day yeah. better than that, John I mean, Dawson. If you had I had can't
4: a- believe you spent that much money on their birthday presents,
1: Brian. Hey, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa! Oh, oh, oh. If you had to throw, if Bill Ellis's birthday had a also been today. Uh, I had to put down
1: plastic. You know, his birthday's <laughs> coming up, though, later on this week. How about that? They were born the same week. His birthday's this Thursday. Bill Ellis's is.
3: I know his is close to the Freedom Classic time, yep. usually,
1: yep. so. Well, the Freedom Classic starts on Friday, and Bill's is on Bill's birthday is on Thursday. So there you go. So if your birthday is day like some great Americans, like Sheriff Jackie Rogers, Michael James, and Tyler Potter, and Benicio, De, when is Benicio Del Toro an American? I guess he is. Probably right. Uh, who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown, Smokey Robinson, Seal, we have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goico Technology Service Provider. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen again, what a great day for birthdays. And again, probably, as I said, uh, with John and Jonathan there, the two most important people, the two most powerful people in Lenore County and Sheriff Rogers and uh, Michael James, the County manager, both of them sharing a birthday today. That's just incredible to me, but happy birthday, Sheriff. Happy birthday, MJ. Happy birthday, TP, Tyler Potter, man. Again, a great day for birthdays, a great day for great Americans here In Kinston and Lenore County as we're wrapping up this Monday, February 19th edition of the Brian Hanks show right now. Uh, Come here and put some headphones on real quick, Scott. Well, you just scared the cat. Uh, Scott Whittington uh, in the house here. And uh, he's got his 2311 uh, hat on. Say something. Yeah,
5: yeah, it's yeah. it's Daytona
1: Day. Happy it, Daytona it, Day, everybody. It is happy Daytona. Dude, I feel like I'm being stalked. And look down the hall. Look down the hall. I get so <laughs> tired of these cats, man. This is just. It is crazy. But anyway, Daytona Day today, you're a big Bubba guy. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Joey Logano guy. I'll have my Joy Logano shirt on uh, later on. Uh, what are you anticipating today in Daytona?
5: Well, let me throw a quick tidbit at you okay. real quick. The last time a super speedway race got moved to a Monday because of weather. Don't tell me bubble one October, 2021 Talladega bubble Wallace's first win. Uh, so, I mean, who knows what's going to happen today? Um, but I, it's going to be a good race. It always is. Daytona always delivers. Um, and I'll give you a prediction right now. I'll give you my season prediction. The winner of the Daytona 500 is going to go on and win the championship. It's his year. Joey.
1: It's Denny Hamlin. Good Lord. You're like the third person now. I've heard say that dude. You know who – did you hear uh, Mark and I talking earlier who I picked? Joey. Who would you pick? Chase Elliott. I hey, just feel it hey, in my bones, go. man. I mean, I, I really I do.
5: Feel, I, I feel if, if someone from the Hendrick camp's going to get it done this year, yeah. I feel like it's personally going to be William Byron. He's going to build off of that big season he had last year. Uh, I'm interested to see what the 24 team's going to bring to the table again this year and see if they can uh, capitalize on last year's uh, big season.
1: Hey, that sounds like a very good guess. Uh, dude, uh, how about the weekend that e- I talked about it in my monologue in the first hour, but give you Mr. ECU himself a chance. Tell you what, man, you're pirates. I mean, between baseball undefeated softball, four and one, uh, the basketball team has now won three games in a row women's basketball team just came up just a little bit short but still played a good game man is
5: it it's a great weekend to be a pirate wasn't it it's always a great weekend it's always a great day to be a pirate um <laughs> i mean no, no matter what's going on it's always you know thank the good lord for waking me up and let me be a pirate every day it's the best thing in the world great weekend for the pirates and hey i'm glad i got to witness a special moment, moment friday night parker birds you were on the, the scoreboard play. right uh, i was not i was actually in the jungle for that one but uh man what what an electric atmosphere just a tear-jerking moment right there that was that was special
1: well uh dude and what's crazy is it was on uh, cbs sports i mean i'm talking mm-hmm. about our cbs news was on abc news everybody was talking about it dude thank you so much for joining me here for a couple minutes dude. Yeah, sure. the show. go, go pirates enjoy the race there you go uh, hey again want to thank mark Panicelli in our first hour matt beam and then scott woodington right there hey tomorrow we're gonna have a great show for you as we will have richard clark uh, in our first hour and Catherine pierce and jessica cruz Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College.